Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Good morning, Aries. Oh, how are you, sweetheart? I'm tired. Are you really? Yeah. Why? Um, because the show went late last night, and uh, then we got food late, and uh, I had to eat that, and uh, we're starting an early podcast for some insane reason at ten o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Well, remember there there was the construction threat. Yeah, I know. Um. We got to this. Uh, we're, we're in uh, <clears throat> Baltimore, Merlin. Back to the rat trap, baby. Um, uh, yeah, we got to the hotel, man. It's a great hotel, but um, there was some construction going on. So uh, immediately upon checking in, this massive drilling. Uh, I'm on the 10th floor. I don't know how many floors is here. 12. 12. So, and you were on the 11th floor, so you were above me. So I was like, and I text you. Holy shit, do you hear that? Because um, I know if I was feeling it and hearing it, you were. So I went down to be a white person and complain. Uh, and, you know, I'm at the lobby and like there's five more people down there complaining about the same shit. And what was crazy was as I'm going down the elevator, we stopped on the fifth or sixth floor and you could still hear it there. So this shit was traveling from obviously the top the top, top yeah. 12 all the way down to five so i was like what the fuck and of course they you know offered no compensation they didn't give you anything but what they always give you i'm sorry um so i was worried about it and it was they they gave us the hours of which they would be doing the shit and uh they said on saturday it would start from 12 to 6 so i was like shit and then uh, got in Thursday, wasn't going to do the podcast Thursday, wasn't going to do it Friday. Saturday would be our day, Saturday or Sunday. So I was like, fuck, we're going to have to do it early. Have to start at 10, go an hour, be done by 11, because otherwise we run the risk of a jackhammer Come, sound yeah, coming, coming through, through the, and yeah. fucking up the, the shit. So I took it up a step further. I didn't run downstairs. That's old white people way. Oh, okay. I, uh, I got my phone out. Uh-huh. I started recording. That way it was really loud. And I walked right. over and I showed a beautiful view of the room. As you can hear the jackhammering going yeah. on. And then I showed the, the look of the out the window. Right. And then I said, you got to 
worry about what you wish for because I wish that I had a room with a nice view. But instead, right. I had this and uh, and the uh, hotel, uh, the corporate hotel, corporate office at the hotel has already gotten back to me. So we're going to adjust this situation. Well, I I, I, didn't, I, I I didn't think I, I didn't think I gave a shit about the view until I really noticed it. It's a good view uh, out there and habe. Uh, all that beautiful water and what looked like slave boats. Uh, so I get to see the niggas be brought here. Um, the so, other reason we did the podcast early on Saturday, because yeah. we have a, a guest. Well, we'll get to it. You, uh, we, we'll I, get hate, to I hate it. leaving him sitting there, though, like that. Motherfucker, <laughs> he, he, this is like a talk show, nigga. You wait till you call to the couch. <laughs> um, yeah, we do have a guest, but we'll get to that in a hot second. Um, you know, we told you last week uh, we came in like, it was superhero Marvel wrap up, so we talked about the Marvel movies, and then uh, I forgot what else we talked about. But for the most part, we kept it light. And then Andy, I remember you said uh, we'll be back next week to the darkest shit. So we back with the murder, y'all. <laughs> back to the to the to the dark shit. Um, How do you say murder out here? I th- I think it's just um, yeah yeah. Let me introduce you, nigga. Fall back. <laughs> you ain't up yet. Uh, I know they say everything like Merlin, um, but uh, I don't think they mur- mur- murder, whatever it is. They need to murder them rats at Lexington Market. I remember I pissed a lot of people off for talking about y'all's. How you take pride in that? A lot of people, there were some people that actually commented back to me on Instagram. Hey, man, don't be fucking talking about Lexington Market. Like, nigga, there was rats running through the goddamn lemon meringue pie. How you take pride in that? Dude, my favorite thing is when that video came out and uh, you... We're so happy about the brats because people were talking, giving you so much shit about the video we did with Lexington Market. And at the same time, you also had a recount everywhere you ate in Lexington Market, which (sighs) people don't know you, don't know how sensitive you are to food issues. (laughs) And and them wasn't just regular rats, nigga. Them was the... the, the bodybuilder rats, them niggas look like they had been lifting weights. Uh, yeah, they was, they was, they was, they was, uh, it was huge, man. Those uh, were just the crackheads' friends. And then we saw some last night. Yeah, on well, the way, on the way, two of them. Uh huh. To the, it was a couple. There was a couple. They were hanging out. They were looking for a place. They looked like they were looking for a room. They really did. They looked like they were looking for a place to go hang out. My stock in Merlin has fallen, but fuck it, it be what it be, baby. Um, yeah, let's get to the guests. We do have a special guest. Uh, me and my man been, uh, going back and forth on Instagram a little bit. Uh, tell us, tell the people who you are, sir. Uh, my name is Connor Dykes. I'm a stand-up comedian uh-huh. from, uh, Merlin. Merlin. <laughs> and, uh, I'm also, I'm an ex-gang member. I was a part of the Aryan Strike Force. I'm a, uh, anti-hate activist and also a motivational speaker for at-risk youth. Oh, boy. So let me, if I understand correctly, you said you were an ex, what was that, what was it, how how you say it? Aryan Strike Force. So Aryan Strike Force, so you didn't like black people? Basically. Oh, shit, before we get into this, all the niggas, take a break, grab (laughs) grab your beverages, unclench your fists. Uh, Nobody kill me. Uh, yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting because I because now it's like you know we talk a lot about race right. on this podcast, but it'll be interesting to now. And, and listen, while we certainly have our agreements, uh, we also have our disagreements. Um, so to actually have someone who we can delve into the mind of what used to be, mm-hmm. uh, 
it's going to be interesting. And more importantly for me, I want to uh, not just the insight to what it was, but how, how do you make that switch from that to not that? Because and don't answer just yet. Okay. Um, for anybody that thinks it's impossible to change, mm-hmm. you're living proof. Uh, and I think that if people are going to make changes, any change for the better is is spectacular. Um, but certainly to come out of that, yeah, uh, is even more uh, profound. So uh, I guess my first question would be: Is um, when did you when did that start? When when did you start? I, I, I was eighteen years old. Uh-huh. Um, I, I was recruited. That's how that's how they. Uh, that's usually that, how they. Get that's you. how they get you. Uh, right. They take young kids, young street kids, and um, they find kids that have nothing, have never had anything, and mm-hmm. um, and they pull you in and make you feel like you're loved and make make you feel like you're accepted. So, and and when you say street gang, before the the racial aspect of it, you mean just gang, like you was. Kind of, for lack of better words, like a hoodlum. Oh way. my God! Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and 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 okay. So if you're that, mm-hmm. if, if you're just, if that's your world, fuck society, and I'm I'm a bad guy, or I do fucked up things, and I'm part of a street life. Mm-hmm. What makes the racial component become a factor? So, so when I was growing up, I was never ever raised to hate ever. Um, it was never a part of my life. Right. Um, I think growing up, I just feel, I felt, I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel accepted. And, and see, this is the biggest thing, man. While, while this was happening, the, uh, presidential race was happening and race tensions in the United States were obviously hiked up a little bit. Under whose administration? Well, it was still under Obama's administration, but, uh, Donald Trump was running. Okay. Please let's clarify that. Yeah. Donald Trump was running. Um, and, uh, it was so crazy because I had never been introduced into that world, mm-hmm. but um, I've once it all started happening, like I was recruiting all that. It's almost like, like it was like almost like the devil like embodied me. Like I just became so hateful so fast, mm-hmm. and it's really the way that these guys mold you, and you know they teach you like they teach you like this literature that's just bullshit and they just mold you to be that way they say to you that was attractive because Uh, because i'm trying to figure out i get the part about needing acceptance and mm -hmm. needing love and if you're not getting it from a mom or a dad or a brother or any kind of sibling and you're looking for a belonging right i i I get that part Mm -hmm. um but i'm wondering what was said to you that was attractive to you that made it a race thing i think for me personally it was a lot less about race, to be honest. It was more just about gangbanging and shit. It was it's just something I, I was always so infatuated with. Right. But and you- then, but it was the fear mm-hmm. that people had when they saw people like that. Like, when you see, like, you know, dude who's like, you know, 6'4", bald head and a big beard and a swastika tattooed on his neck, that's fucking scary. That's a scary person to see, and I wanted people to be afraid of me that way. Well, it's just as scary when you see a man completely in a uniform with a badge and a gun. Oh, yeah, I, I know. So Trust me, whether, I know. Whether it's, whether it's the stereotypical yeah. Heil Hitler or whether yeah. it's, you know, uh, whoop, whoop, and boys in blue. Yeah. Um, that, that, and, uh, you know, that fear is there because 
we know what's underneath it all. Right. Um, even the man that wears a suit and a tie and calls himself the president of the United States, this motherfucker's in a suit. Yeah. And he's probably the scariest of everybody. Yeah. But what specifically was said to you? Do you, do you remember? I'm trying to remember because I'm, I remember the day I was recruited. It was at a cookout. Um, mm. It was at a Hatred cookout. Hatred barbecue. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, the, the six foot four bald head and beard, I was actually describing the man that recruited me. Right. <laughs> but um, uh, I remember he just like came up to me, put his arm around me and he, he was like, what's your name, young man? And all this stuff. And it, he just made just the life just seem like attractive. What was the life, though? You know, doing stuff like selling drugs, shooting guns, and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Man, it was just so- something that I was just attracted to. But then you were looking for a family because you could sell drugs without yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. So, um, so, but so I, I know Aries kind of is where he's at right there. I, I have another question though before mm-hmm. we even get to that part. Where, where? Okay, you said you weren't raised to hate, so you had a family. You uh, had a mom and dad. Uh, my I lost my dad when I was ten, and my mom was an addict. Okay, your mom was an addict. So there was so emotionally there was no one there for you. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there there was family structure at one point, but then emotionally no one's there for you. You're mm-hmm. growing up, so you're feeling empty as a person. Yeah. Okay, and you're looking for that family. Yeah, I think that the one growing up, that's all I wanted. Like I was just looking for someone to, you know, call me, tell me, ask me if I'm okay, and stuff like that, and. Those guys kind of provided, and that because for you me. didn't have that, though, you were going out on the street being the badass self that you wanted to be. That you're looking for attention, right? Yeah. Okay, and so this guy recognized that in you. Yeah, I believe he did. Yeah, yeah. and so that, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. But when you say he recognized that in you, these guys are these guys. Anybody who recruits, right, has a talent to find what they're looking for when you're recruiting. But I just want to go. I, I think I know where you're going with it, but I just want to make sure. What do you think they're looking for? Looking for young young white kids that don't have shit. I, I really believe that. Okay, that's kind of specifically what I'm trying to get to. Okay. Because when you say he, he's looking for, you know, uh, I, again, I don't know how, I'm wondering how much of it is truly, uh, I'm looking for someone who seems to need love, mm-hmm. guidance, attention versus all you got to do is have white skin. And our thing is we need to grow in numbers. We're, we're trying to be whatever you want to call it, a gang, a business, a brand to, to grow our brand. We need bodies. So as long as you got white skin, that's enough. Right. I think the other shit is bullshit. Mm. The part about caring about you, the part about. Oh, they don't care. I, I wouldn't say that's that. what yeah. I was trying to get to yeah. because you were making it sound like, you know, they know what to look for in terms of I sense and see a man who needs affection and attention and love. Well, and it's guidance. not it's not like that they give it to you, but they really make it seem like they will. That's what I'm getting yeah, to. That's yeah. what I'm getting to. Right. I, I don't think it's about any of that. They just go and look, we need to grow because right. so if it's just four of us standing on a street corner yelling into a mic, you know, uh. We look, we look pathetic. We look like idiots. Yeah. You are anyway, right. but but to be taken seriously, we need to show power in numbers. Right. So the fact that you're white, you're good enough. Yeah. You're in. Yeah. So uh, you know the caring about you thing has always been bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. So white, definitely what you just said. Uh, but you, are, Aries, threw a twist on it. You're also Jewish, though. Yeah, yeah. My uh, t- by Jewish law, I'm fully Jewish. If you look at my hand, I used to have a Star of David tattooed on my hand. They took my hand. One night and just carved it completely. You could see the yeah yeah. 
and they just carved up my hand. Wow, so uh, Jewish, and part Jewish, and was in the group, huh? You the <laughs> <Yeah>. Black Klansman. <laughs> so, but but how did how did they reconcile with that? They needed white boys. There we go. Okay, see. There we go. Uh, yeah, man. Um, so, but I want to go back a little bit. Mm. So, from a race, because I'm still trying to figure out from a race standpoint. What was said to you that made something click that made you go? Because here's what's crazy. Most times when dudes are, you know, obviously racist and come from that world, they were taught that from birth and they grew up knowing that and that only. So it was instilled in them from birth. You said you didn't you'd never hated anybody and you didn't get in until you were 18. Yeah. So how do you surpass 18 years of not having that in you hate to all of a sudden going, yeah, I'm a hate motherfuckers now. You know, it just seems like that's a weird, it it was weird. It was really weird. It's like, I almost don't even know how to explain it. It's just that I was, I think I was just so desperate. I think I literally just think I was desperate. And so how long did you stay in that? I want to say a year and a half. Um, It was, I actually remember the day I decided that I didn't want to do this anymore. And I called the, uh, I called the co-founder because me and him were really tight. And uh, you co-founder of the Aaron Strike Force. Yeah. Uh And I kind of explained to him the situation and um, he didn't want me to tell anybody. He he just said, do not tell anybody. Did you uh, want it out? Yeah. He said, do not tell anybody. And he was like, he was like, just don't come around anymore, but you're going to have to think of a really good excuse. So I thought of one. <laughs> so it ain't, it ain't like the mafia where it's like, motherfucker, you, you in this till death. Yeah. I mean, of course they would tell me that. Right. But, you know, y'all motherfuckers are in jail now. <laughs> right, right. right. Um, what had you ever done anything in that time that you had to do to prove uh, your loyalty? loyalty? Like, did yeah. you ever have to do? Did you ever commit any of the acts of violence or? Not racially motivated violence. No? No. Uh, Not me personally. Okay. Uh, Had you ever seen anything, been around? Uh, I've heard dudes talk shit about it, and I've heard stories, but I've never, I don't think I really ever saw, like, you know. Sorry, let me actually backtrack. Yeah. Let me backtrack. I wasn't there. I had just left. Right. But a couple of the dudes, um, a couple of uh, the dudes I was hanging out with, they, uh, they had gone to a strip club. And um, there was 10 Crips in there. And they were drunk. No, wait, Crips, black? Black. Okay. 10 Crips in there. And uh, I remember I had just left because this was in New Jersey. So you just left the group? No, 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 no. I had left the area. (laughs) Like, I was hanging out with them. I was like, there was in New Jersey. I wanted to go go home. And I lived in Maryland. And uh, I was like, yeah, dudes, I'm... Getting ready to step out of here, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go to the strip club," and I was tired, and I right. uh, I wanted to go home, and um, my phone had died on the way home. I get a, a voicemail saying, "Hey, Connor, we're in the hospital right now. Uh, call me as soon as you can." I was like, "What?" Called up there, the founder mm-hmm. at, was talking shit to these crips. He was drunk. Ten of them, man. It was two of them in there. Two, two, two of my old dudes in there. So two Aryan dudes. And ten crips. Yes. Oh, this sounds juicy. Oh my god. So, um, from the version of the story I got, the founder was walk uh, walking out to the uh, exit, like to smoke or something. Right. And um, he called one of the dudes, the 
and then word with a hard R. What does it sound like? Oh, don't do not do that to me. Come on, man. Don't do that to me. You're on the podcast, We're brother. T- this Dig is deep t- into your old Aryan memories. I can't I can't do it. Come on, man. Let me hear it. I what can't. do you call it? What's the N-word? It's it's the the knee, like and yeah, cap. Yeah, and what's a what's a dog say when it growls? <laughs> he says, "Grr." <laughs> right, right. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, and um, they uh, you know, obviously started whooping his ass. But it wasn't just a regular ass beating. Well, it's ten. Yeah. It's ten crips. Hold on, hold on. Okay, they dragged him outside. And there was uh, a piece of sidewalk, a big ass chunk of sidewalk. He made him bite down on the, on the like American X-Rex. No, they oh. didn't do that. But it was broken off. It was this like ten pound chunk of sidewalk. All held him down, held the shit over his face, and fucking dropped. It. And fucking dropped it. Wow. Crushed his shit, man. Let me ask you, the the two Aryan dudes, did they know they was Crips? They had to. Have. And they still said it. I mean, they all live within five miles of each other. So, but they, and they still said the word. Yes. You know, I, I always get uh, a little bit of a uh, tingle when I, when I, especially when I was on Twitter, <laughs> when I would see white dudes blazingly just call niggas niggas to their face with the idea that there would be no repercussions. That kind of boldness. Again, if there's so many examples of what white privilege is. Uh, but to, to think that you could call some niggas niggas to their face. This is not 1960. Right. This is 2019. Again, I know I said this on the podcast before, but one of the funniest things I read is when uh, black people had on T-shirts or would have a quote that say, dear uh, racist white people. We are not our ancestors. Sincerely, these hands. <laughs> like you just like that would be like going up to Mike Tyson and boldly slapping this nigga in the face. Like you just can't <laughs> do it. And the fact that these motherfuckers, even if they was regular black dudes, you really run the risk of an ass whooping. Oh yeah. But you talking about Crips? Mm. <sighs> mm. Okay. And what did the other dude do? So here's another. Another little fun thing for you. He had told me that he had poked one of the dudes. He said he stabbed him. I didn't believe him. Right. Because I always thought he was a little, um, I thought he was a little sissy boy a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the dude who got, you, you know, the concrete dropped on him. Uh, so I, I think I told someone else to call him. He called his dad. Dad calls the bouncer from the club. He's like, yeah, man, your boy just sat back in the corner and let this shit happen. Mm. Like, y'all motherfuckers need to get your shit straight, man, when I heard this shit. Listen, man, <laughs> this is why, like, and, I, and, and you know, uh, from, from whether, you, whether I've seen it in movies or uh, I've seen it in a documentary. I remember uh, I was watching this HBO documentary, and it was about the skinheads. And it was always about and and the same the same thing uh in american history x where it seems like whoever is the head honcho and you called them the uh, what did you call them to get out the co-founder. co-founder whoever's the head honcho the main boss it seems as though they always hit you with all the rhetoric uh he's the guy that the, that the people under him look uh, look look uh, look up to right 
And this motherfucker's like a god. Like they, he, you know, they do whatever the fuck he say do. Um, but nine times out of ten, who ends up in jail are the guys that are up under him. Right. While him, with all his hypocrisy, is free. You know, him with all his hypocrisy mm-hmm. is is lounging at home, you know, telling you that shit once you doing life in prison or you on death row. You know, hey, brother, you took one for the team. We love you. Dude, I, I have I have a conspiracy theory about heads of gangs and this is all gangs, man. Any big gang that's into anything illegal where they're making money. I I believe so much. This is true. The heads are informants. I really I truly mm. believe that. You have anything to? That would, I absolutely do, but I can't say it on the podcast. Okay, well, you don't say that. But what, 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 what makes you have this theory? I just, I just, I, I know guys like that that are informants. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, mm. top dudes. And what are they gaining from being an informant? Ain't going to fucking jail <laughs> and making money and making money, man. I do. Fed, I, I'm pretty sure the feds but pay. But making pay money those to guys. do what? I'm pretty sure the to feds rat or something. I'm pretty sure the feds pay those guys. Right, but paying them to do what though? What are they supplying of? Oh, they they're, they're giving information on on members, probably fucking you know. Uh, they're, they're paying off just giving them enough so that they can stay in business. It's it's the same way. Like if you paid, if the mafia was coming to your business, you have to pay. And the biggest mafia yeah, but I in know, this world I, I, but is I, but the I government. Know, but I know what the mafia. You know whether it's. Uh, you know, um, watching the fucking Sopranos, you know, whatever their business was, illegal shit with housing. Uh, fuck, I need to brush up on my uh, mafia lingo. But what's the business for them, for you, for, for them? Like where, what's the money? Drugs and guns. Oh, drugs and guns. Okay. Wow. All right. So what made you what made you go? Uh. I got to get out of this because it uh, seems like you were committed, but not really like you didn't yeah, do any hardcore see, shit. And like, and not only that, like all my black friends and stuff I had, I was still friends with everyone. And like, I would tell like, they knew what was going on. Right. Like, like I said, I, I have the best friends in the world. They just, I, the first friend I told that, that that was happening, he was black. <laughs> One of my best friends, Caleb. Right. And, um, he, uh, he he just told me that he just told me that he was here for me and just to call him if you ever if I ever needed anything. Once again, folks, do you see? This is why I say that you know this idea, like I said on Vlad TV, that black people are these heinous monsters to be feared, is is such hypocrisy. Because one thing about us historically, we've always been the most forgiving race on the planet at times when we certainly shouldn't be. Uh, again, when Dylan Roof went and shot up nine black people in a church. As he was on television uh, going through what he was going through, uh, and the family members got to speak, several of them had said, we forgive you. Um, And that's always been us. So the fact that you're saying you've got black buddies who said, hey, man, we're there for you, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, I think, again, lends itself to just how kind and forgiving we've always been when we shouldn't have been. Yeah. In so many, so many circumstances. They're all taking me to a party tonight in Bowie. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, we're going to a party in Bowie tonight. Okay, but, but before we mm-hmm. get into happiness, mm-hmm. um, so you have your black friends. Yeah. They were your original friends. Right. 
but still didn't give you the the comfort that you needed that you this other dude who is these guys are professional recruiters they know what they're yeah doing. they know they know what they're they doing. know they, they know how to hit you wooden spots that they need to get you to get your attention so they get you you swing into this group what would happen to you or if you were with your Aryan street friends there and you ran into your black friends and there was an issue what where would what how how would have you reconciled with and I've I've thought about that I have thought about that and. I like wanted to come up with an honest answer for myself. And I don't, I mean, these guys are dudes I went to high school with. I mean, like in it's those like my, they were there with me when, you know, when, you know, it was just me and me and my brothers Mm -hmm. in the house and, you know, no parents and they, they'd be there. I honestly can say that I'd never let anything happen to those boys. So, but if, if you were, like he said, if you were in a situation, exactly, it was like your, your Aryan guys are saying, Hey man, him or us. I would never, ever, ever choose anybody over the friends I have. But again, him or us, what would you have done? I would have done him. I And I put that on my daughter. You would have done what? Put it on, on my buddies from high school. You would have took their side? Oh, yeah. So if if so, let's say you're hanging out and it's you and 10 of your Aryan buddies. And it's the 10 of y'all. And it's the well, one actually, black here, dude. Let, 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 let me rephrase that. Um... I would have done anything to de-escalate the situation, uh, to make it not because obviously I don't want to look bad to these guys. I don't want to get beat the fuck. But up But if they're either. telling you, "Hey man, you don't stomp this motherfucker," you're out. Oh no, I would never. I would never. So do you'd that. have been out right there. I would have been out right there. I would have. Oh, t- I would have taken that. I would have taken that ass beating. Okay. Okay. My my friends are good to me, man. Okay. But okay. But I, I can't let. Babe, you- <laughs> uh, do me a favor. Uh, take Andy plate. Get ready to serve him and make a new plate for Connor. Uh, put, some, put some ribs on it, some extra mac and cheese. Get this nigga some extra hot sauce. <laughs> okay. I, I can't go that easy. And, and okay. look, look, I'm going to be real honest. You go walked on. in here. You seem like a nice dude. I know you're Jewish. You look Aryan as fuck, though. You do, yeah. you do. You have the blue eyes. You just have the, you have the look. I the mean, haircut. I, I, the, I, I even see. I was gonna ask you the, the tattoos, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. That, dude, like guys, this one right here. Ain't that like some? That's just yeah, that one. That one's rough. But then he has he has the yeah, SS. I have, uh, I have stuff all up here. Yeah. I have I've covered shit. I have this is actually but, right here. This is a uh, and here's one I was gonna ask you about the forearm. Open up. The open titties. Up. No, 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 no. Oh yeah. The gas mask. This this one isn't very kind. Oof. Okay. Uh, past all that, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I have as as is as, as with having your Jewish culture in you, and you saying, you know, as a Jew, Jewish law, you're Jewish. Yeah, knowing everything that you know as a Jew, and and I assume that even without your parents, you got some Jewish education. Did you get any? None. 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 But you knew the history of what Jews went through. Like the Holocaust, yeah. yeah, yeah, and you knew, and you knew where that came from, right? And you still, and you right. have your black friends, yeah. that you grew up with tight, right? You're looking for family, you want, and you have a family already. You, but you maybe didn't recognize it at the time, and this dude comes over and recruits you. The same dude that, if you watch any history, you know what they did to Jews, right? You know what they did to. Uh, uh, gays, you know what they did to retarded people. You know what they did to handicapped people, and you know what blacks, they did to blacks. Oh, okay, goddamn. I'm finishing. Those were his friends. Oh, That's I, his I, core I, base. I, I, you know I, all I, of that. I, yeah, and that I think that really just stems from bad decision making. Like 
See, dude, I can't. I, I that, that I, I want to go with you. I do. I do. And I don't want to be this dude right now because everybody on the podcast tells me I have to make. A, I have to take a side. Right. This is where, like, I come down structurally to intellect and thinking about things, and I have to go through it, and I have to go through the paces of it. And I have to go. I. I don't understand. And you, all your stories that you tell me, and I can tell there's passion in you and I can, I can feel that, you know, that there's regret in you. I mean, I'm, I'm one when you're, when you're talking about it and you made it seem so easy when you said, well, I wouldn't let that happen to my friend. You made a commitment to a group of people, but that not really though. It, it, that's why I said, half. no, no, but this is what I'm saying though. It's not like, it's not like, and I didn't know what to expect, but I'm, at the same time, I'm going, he ain't going to tell me that he did like American History X and put a nigga's teeth on the curb and stopped the teeth out, or he killed somebody because he'd be in jail. But I'm thinking, oh shit, we might hear a juicy story or two about how he beat a nigga up or put a nigga in the hospital or something like that. And it just, it feels like he was there, but he wasn't there. I, I get that. You know what I mean? He wasn't hardcore he with it. He was recruited. Right. He's in. He likes the guy. Because I know that you like, I can tell from the story, you like the co-founder. The, the dude, he was tight. You said, yeah. you said we were tight. Yeah. Okay. So that guy is the one who I think you feel the closeness with, the bond, not, yeah. not necessarily the group. Right. That's how I, I'm, I'm interpreting this yeah. story for you right now, the, the way that I saw it, hear, hear what you're saying. Right. But okay, so this all comes out, and now you have to give this guy the call that you want out. Yeah. No one gets to just get out when they just when they decide to get out. There's 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 some there's some well, things that come with this, like, it, like safety it, for you too. Exactly. I've man, I've been threatened, man. I've been threatened, and the hardest part was I had to make an excuse on why I can't come around anymore. And what was it? I faked a mental illness. I deleted all my social media, changed my phone number, and I told the co-founder to tell everyone I'm in a mental hospital. Okay. That's how I did it. And it, about a month and a half went by. About a month and a half went by. Boom. FBI kicked in my door. Are you serious? Yep. For what? They, they charged me with uh, conspiracy with intent to distribute methamphetamine, uh, money laundering, and interstate racketeering. And do you think that the guys, do you think that, that, that your group, your old group, turned you in? Like, because of what you're saying? That there, was, there, was, uh, there was one guy who did, yeah. Um, there was one guy who did then uh but when they when they when they kicked my door and they didn't have an arrest warrant for me i wasn't actually charged until uh, a couple weeks later because it was a criminal complaint and then right. it turned into an indictment but of all the things you were charged with obviously nothing stuck uh one thing stuck the conspiracy stuck um i'm still on pretrial for that uh oh, really yeah i was on house arrest for a year uh which is how i gained all gained all this right and um and then my lawyer motioned to have me taken off the house arrest, and uh, I've been out of standstill ever since. Now, do you do you affiliate with any of those guys anymore? None, no. Oh, okay. You can't, you can't, right? Because if you do, I can't, I can't yeah. But um, even if I had the option, even if it was guys like that, I still wouldn't. Right. So, and now, how have your friends dealt with the fact? What you what you were into? His black friends, his black friends. Right. I, mean, I don't know. They're all oh, black friends. I'm, sure, I'm just, mo- mostly black and Spanish. Um, oh man, they make fun of me real good. <laughs> uh, they make fun of me a lot. So they let you go out for a year and a half, do some fucked up shit, and then said, "All right." But he really didn't do anything fucked up. That's what I'm thinking. Like it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like holy shit. This motherfucker was. He he seemed like he was in it, but not really. Like he wasn't fully committed. That's, I'm just telling you how it sounds. And I, I, feels I'm, to I'm me. hearing that, but but I'm hearing what you're saying, right. and I agree that that's kind of how it sounds. 
Right. I, I, I think that's how it sounds. But if you were part of his life right. and you were friends with him and all of a sudden he sided with this other group of friends right. and you've known him for a long time, that's still going to look like some dumb fucked up shit that he just went and did. The whole time you were in it, did you associate with the, your black friends at all? Yeah. See, that's wild. That's, See, like that, 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 that's the And they weren't going, what the fuck are you doing? No one said, what the fuck are you doing? And really made fun of me until I got out. Because it seems like once you enter that world, there's got to be some. And you even said, you know, you, you, wanted, you felt hate. Hate. When you say hate, the, anything associated with that world and hate is fucking niggers. You know, fucking Jews. And you didn't do any of that? I didn't. I never, I never like made a, a crazy, you know, post on Facebook. I never like. Had you, had you said it? Oh yeah, I said it. Oh yeah. With yeah. that, with that face, that like, yeah. you said it with the face. Yeah, with the face and, and the emotion behind and it. The emotion. Yeah. And then would be chilling with the black friends. Yeah, I'm fucked up. Oh, that just I'm, doesn't make I'm, sense. I'm fucked up in the head, dude. <laughs> um, listen, this is not against you at all, but I need to say something into the microphone. All you people who keep saying that I need to make a choice between this or that i want you to hear this fucking conversation know that i stay with what my choice is i just have some wiggle room for some people uh not the people themselves not their their ideas some of their ideas i think fit i just think some bad people might have that idea now you're hearing this and you i don't want to ever hear this story about how i had to make it now he did make his choice though you made a choice you swung back over yeah your black friend pro black friend hispanic friends you have any Jewish friends in there? I don't know. If you I could still either. hate the Jews. I still feel like a little tension towards Jews. <laughs> no, there's no tension towards you, Jews. You know, what, was your, what was your black friend's name? Uh, which ones? Give, give me one. Anyone. Uh, I'll call him by his nickname, J-Rock. J-Rock. So you, you would like be like, fucking, I Hitler, fucking the Jews, fucking niggas, fucking, fucking monkeys, white power, white power. J-Rock, let's go get some chicken, nigga. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, God. See, the Jewish thing, I, 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 and this is going to sound weird, when you self-loathe, when you hate like right. what your life is, I can understand, like, you know, and then there was no Jews in your life. It doesn't sound like there was Jews in your life. Well, there's like, care of you. My, like my grandfather. But they weren't Jewish. helping you when you were little. They weren't They weren't there to love, to the, that, that family that you were looking for. Yeah, yeah. They weren't trying um, to get you out of the streets. They turned their back on you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's I had I feel like they really they tried maybe like I have like aunts and they just didn't know how to reach you no not really and like 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 I'd have family members like just like put me down like call me stupid and shit like that it made me not want to be around them yeah self-loathing is uh, is where we get into all of our problems in the world seriously Mm. Uh, self-loathing is the the worst thing that we can do to ourselves what is it that uh, made you what, what was the moment where you had an epiphany where you realize um, I got to get out of this. Well, I, I, rem- I, I remember. I remember exactly what happened. I was I was taking a shit. I was on the toilet, and uh, that, that's uh, that's when you do your when you're tranquil. Yeah, your best thinking. You're meditating. Yeah. yeah um, I was just kind of thinking that you know this isn't who I am, and uh, I, I was married at the time. And uh, after I wiped, um, I went and uh, I explained the situation to my wife and. Um, we just kind of, fi- I just had to figure out myself how I was going to go about it. Right. When you wipe, you saw Jesus on the tissue. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Jesus on the tissue and 
I let it go back in the toilet slowly, and as it flushed, I was like, I got your message. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. So you're, you're married, though, at this time? Yeah, I'm married. And how was your wife with all this? Um, oh, this is going to fuck you guys up, too, but she, she was Jewish as fuck, and um, she, she even looked Jewish. Um, when you fucked her, did you fuck her with that uh, white racist rage, like you big beat nose toucan sam <laughs> no you bitch take these matzo balls you locks bitch did you no, hit her with the, with the rage no i couldn't oh. i couldn't even i couldn't even do jewish jokes to her she'd get pissed off at me oh, okay but she's letting you do does she know you're doing this yeah yeah she she, she was fully aware um it, she, she was fully aware what was going on i think she just she was just kind of going with emotions since her parents weren't involved anymore because of uh because uh, she got pregnant, you know, when we were 18. So, um, so you guys are together. You're locked in. You have a you have a kid. Yeah, we have a kid. And uh, so you're 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 going. You're you're you switch over. You you you, you have a family now, mm-hmm. but you leave your regular family for the Aryan family. Right. And she's. Uh, does she and, and she knows you're doing this. She knows, yeah. She knows I'm doing it, and she doesn't like it at all. Obviously, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I would think that would be that should have been a deal breaker. Uh, yeah, it should have. But you know, uh, her parents, her parents hated me. She chose me over her family and my daughter. Most so she's stuck to now. She's 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 in. She's 100 percent committed to you because right. she left her family. Why did she have to leave her family? Well, when um when she turned 18, uh, her. Or sorry, when we when we were eighteen, she got pregnant, and her parents were fucking pissed. And uh, her father offered uh, offered me four hundred thousand dollars. Now were they pissed because she was just young and pregnant, or they knew about the Aryan shit? No, this this was before that that, that, that hadn't even been a factor yet. Oh shit! So she, they just straight up didn't like you because they didn't like you. Uh, well, they they didn't they liked me until I got her pregnant. Then they weren't fucking oh. with me as much. <laughs> Then they weren't fucking with me. And they offered you how much? $400,000. Wouldn't it have been easier if they just offered you condoms earlier? (laughs) I may have uh, partaken. (laughs) You know how many guns and and drugs you've got? Yeah, so. So they offer you you $400,000. Yeah, and and also they offered to pay for my education, too. But... Now you, you did you have to stop seeing her for that four hundred thousand, or did you just I had not to, have the baby? I had to. We had to abort the baby, and you could have still had her, and you just had to. You just had to uh, lose a kid I, that you have never met and didn't know. I'm. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure she, her parents would not like us to see each other anymore. But um, I just couldn't bring myself to it. I was already so excited to be a father. Okay, so back to family again. Yeah. All right. So. She, so she knows you're doing this. You're, uh, you're doing your Aryan thing, and you have your uh, Jewish wife at home. You have your black friends back at, 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 in your regular life. Mm. Dude, this is the most confusing thing and story I've ever heard in my whole life. I know. I know it is. It's, I'm a mess. <laughs> no, you're a white dude. You had it all, <laughs> you, you had, you had it all baby. You had everything you wanted. Yeah. Um, I don't. Know, I got a real question for you then, okay. uh, and I and I, I don't want to get too caught up in what I'm about to ask you, uh-huh. but this will be uh, interesting to me. So, uh, so you have this experience with the Aryans. You uh, you also have experience with black folks. You have Jewish folks in your life. You have every, Is Donald Trump a racist? Um, I, I I think I would classify Donald Trump as racist. See, 
when when the election first happened, you know, I was all about Donald Trump. Now, I can't believe this guy's still in the fucking office. So your your hatred for Donald Trump, you have hatred for him. Yeah, I think I think I'd call it hatred. Because do you feel like he's moved the country in that direction? Yeah, it's it's conjured up so much like. Okay, but you guys were all. But not, I, I'm not going to put you into that. You guys, I'm going to say, um, I want to put it to you this way. Because, and I'm sorry if I said to you guys because you're out and uh, you 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 should have the opportunity, I believe, to start over. So, um, but knowing those guys. They were around before Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Were yeah. they just waiting for Trump? Um, you know. Or were they waiting for anybody? It, for, were it, they hanging on and they were waiting for someone to come out and say, white people have been fucked over? You know, I honestly, I don't recall that many, like, politi- like presidential politically discussions. I mean, they were there, but I don't really recall that many. Tr- like, mind you, these guys are dumb as shit. They're... they're- <laughs> They, they, this is the common denominator. This, no, but listen, I am fucking retarded, and I put myself a lot higher above these dudes in intelligence, man. Just dumb, man. Dumb. They can't spell president. Okay. <laughs> so so they hear this guy. One dude couldn't read. He couldn't read at all. Couldn't read. And he was probably the head of the whole, <laughs> the whole thing, because reading wasn't necessary. <laughs> I just needed to fuck up some people mm-hmm. and sell some guns and drugs. Okay, so he... Um, but so then, so then, how does Donald Trump affect them? Um, I I don't think maybe not directly, but maybe they feel like since Donald Trump's in the office that maybe they can get away with more, or they are, they are. Uh, We've had white guys in the office for forty four of the forty five presidents. Yeah, but Donald Trump is a lot, you know, with the push on immigration and you know, you know, stuff like that. The, he, he, he's saying the things that they want to hear. Right, yeah. Now, but do they agree with Donald Trump? Absolutely. They'll they'll agree with anything he says without even thinking about it. They won't think for themselves. They'll just be like, "Oh, that's his idea. That, that's good." Okay. So, therefore, and this is this is the question that everybody on the podcast wants me to wants to get through to me. So, if you're saying Donald Trump represents racist and racist values, so therefore, if you support Donald Trump, are you a racist? I don't believe if you support Donald Trump, you're racist. I think, like, I've, because I met lots of people who support Donald Trump that aren't racist. I just think they're misguided. Okay. But if you walk with a racist, mm-hmm. are you racist? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was a good point. <laughs> um, no, it, yeah. it's something that I'm battling with because yeah. I can't believe that all people that support Donald Trump are racist. I don't uh, believe that. Uh, uh, every single person and, and the other thing that you said maybe they're misguided maybe they're blinded by their own needs other than just the racial aspect of what Donald Trump was the financial aspect of Donald Trump is, is important to a lot of people mm-hmm. but if you are solely supporting him solely for finance and you know everything else he's doing then I guess you're a racist you would have to be yeah, I mean... Okay, guys, so I'm going to commit to it. Donald Trump's a racist, <laughs> and I haven't committed to it so far. I'm just trying to get this. I really have these are sincere questions that I'm trying to understand, that I'm trying to cope with with myself, because right. I don't want to believe it. Mm. But I, I had to ask myself uh, the question, uh, if, if, if I was back in the time of Hitler and people were supporting 
Hitler for the the the, the economy because he grew the economy, right. and he did uh, other things, but his immigration policy wasn't so good, and uh, the things what he wanted to do with Jews weren't good. I would have to I would have to side with the fact that he was bad for the country and he was a racist on all points, and I couldn't walk with him. Right. Okay. So I made a commitment to all you people who wanted the commitment. He's a racist, and if you supported him. Your racist tendencies are out, and you're a racist. There you go. Was that scary for you? Not at all. Oh, have you been waiting for that moment for a while? Not at all. I, I you know, I, I just, I've been down this avenue too much to, to know. You didn't even blink when I said it. No, why oh, would God. I? All right. All right, so uh, here's my, here's a question, that, and, I, and I hate to dig in like this on you, but um, if you were, if, if this case that, uh, that you have uh, pending in the courts if it goes against you and you had to go to jail uh what gang are you going to join um so i i've had this discussion with my brother before um so you you have a brother yeah i have two brothers and i have a sister dude you have family okay go (laughs) on (laughs) but um well family in a different sense it you really want to chop it up and we can, I could tell you the whole story. But, so you and your family did, weren't, weren't close. The brothers and sisters weren't. We were just all, I mean, we're, there was multiple times where we were all separated from foster care. And, okay, and um, you, because your dad. Right, and, yeah. Well, because, well, because my, one, yeah, because my dad wasn't there and my mom was an addict. I was always moving everywhere. I, think, I lived in like some like 15, 16 different homes while I was a teenager. Okay, and so they're all living in other, other foster care. And you guys aren't really close. So, so you, your, your family's basically ripped away from you. So you don't have a family. Right, basically. Okay, so now as you're older, now you guys, have you guys gotten closer? Oh, yeah. Well, when, uh, I think it was when I probably turned about 17, me and my, me and my one brother, Corey, we got really close. Okay, so you're, you're, re, you're reconnecting with family. Yeah. Real family. Yeah, see, well, see now, well, now I'm really starting to reconnect with everyone, like my aunts, you know, my uncles and grandfather and Okay, that's good. Your Jewish grandfather? Yeah. How does he feel when you come over with those tattoos? Uh, I live in his house now. <laughs> um, and does he? And he sees you walking around. Yeah. Obviously, he goes, Connor. When are we gonna get those fucking things covered up? I'm like, How old uh, is your grandfather? Like seventy. So he's not that far removed from right. Your pending case. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Shit. What, what gang? Oh oh so um. Yeah, so I think I'm going to go down the road of uh, no gang affiliation, uh, which is a dangerous one. Um, most likely going to get fucked up, but it's uh, one of those things where it's something I'm going to have to live with. Uh, should you get convicted, what, what, what's what's it looking like consequence-wise? Uh, my mandatory minimum is 10 years, and my maximum is life. So uh, best case slash worst case scenario is 10 years. Worst case, worst case scenario was life. Correct. And you got all this because your brotherhood brothers turned you in. Yeah. Say that again? Yeah. No, no, no. Andy, say that again? Your brotherhood brothers turned you in. That's correct. One more time, Andy. Your brotherhood brothers turned you in. That is correct. You see what's happening here, ladies and gentlemen? So for all the hypocrisy that is white nationalism, supremacy, Aryan Brotherhood. Who are the ones that fuck you over? Your own. Self-building. So, yeah. So. Uh, so there's a difference between brothers and brothers. Yeah. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um. So now you're doing comedy. Yep. I'm um, doing comedy. 
how much would you say? Let me ask you a question. When you go to pull the mic out of the mic stand, do you do it with the physical aisle Hitler motion? Do you, <laughs> uh, no. you grab the mic? Okay. Don't rip it out that hard. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, how much of this do you talk about in your act? Um, I'm just starting, uh, I'm just starting to write jokes about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have an opening joke. Uh, I'm not sure where I want to go with it yet. Right. Um, um, I have a guy that's trying to help me out with it and trying to point me in the right direction. But, um, yeah, I have, uh, would you like to hear the opening joke? Oh, please. I'm <laughs> dying to. <laughs> so Bef- uh, before you say it, let me open this window here on the 11th floor. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to go to the given the intro coming to the stage? Uh, coming to the stage, former. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Oh man, well, uh, the the opening joke for the for it is uh, when I was 18 years old, I was manipulated into joining a white power gang, and I did not see that coming. Not see, not see. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and it worked? Yeah, it worked. Okay. Worked in I didn't get it at first because it went so fast. Yeah. Not see that coming, but you said, I did not see that coming. I did not see that, did coming. Not see that yeah. coming. Right. Okay. Well, shit. Um, well, listen, man, uh, I wish you the very best, brother. Thank um, you. If nothing else, you have proven that change can happen. Uh, and I think to, to, but again, I don't think you, from what we've heard, you were heavily committed you didn't sound like a frothing at the mouth. Uh, Kate Mongler. White power. Yeah. You know, you hung niggas on the weekend type dude. You seem like you just went through a phase where you were looking for some belonging. And, yeah. and uh, you just kind of went in several different directions at once. Um, but, love, but, but but listen, uh, the fact that you pulled through it and you and you better for it now. Um, again, I wish you the best, man. Thank you so uh, much. And uh, I'd like to, you know, keep track of you. Uh, to make sure that you know you you stay on the narrow path. Um, uh, that's all I want to do, man. Because if you ever decide to go strong with it, frothing mouth, I want to know that you don't live in my city. Okay. <laughs> 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 I've been spending a lot of time in New Jersey lately. So what what area is that that you would go to in New Jersey? Phillipsburg. So I should stay out of Phillipsburg. Phillipsburg is a good area to avoid. A good area to avoid. <laughs> um. Are you worried about any repercussions from talking about this? Um, yeah, man, I get that question. Every time I'm interviewed, I get that question. And uh, it, I get threatened a lot. Um, I get threatened, you know. Outside pe- of your own. Yeah, your own- outside. Like, I get threatened, you know, people, you know, talk shit to me. And, um, you know, they're saying, they're, I'm going to come to my house. I'm going to come to your house, do this. I'm going to whoop your ass. But I still, I, I think I still go pretty fucking hard. If anyone wants to come and fucking, you know. Fucking come and knock on my fucking door. I'll punch you in the motherfucking mouth. Mm. So, okay. Okay. So, um, so I'm gonna stay out of that 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 area. Um, <laughs> you know, are you gonna keep speaking out like you're speaking out though? Absolutely. And are you gonna try to change lives? I really would like to. Yeah. And my, do you feel? Uh, do you feel there's? Do you feel like that's part of your redemption is to change other lives? Yeah. So I've thought about that a lot too. And what I've kind of come to the conclusion too is I'm gonna spend the rest of my life making up for my mistakes by changing others' lives. Good to hear it, man. Um, thank you, man, again. Uh, let's get to some emails. What is that? What is that? It's a wait song. It's the dating game. 
timing was off too. Uh, so let's wait till after the. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go the whole long way. No, that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, ba, 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 ba. Henry Duran is kind of long. Uh, let me read. Or, or, or Cyrus. Osiris Ruff. Osiris Ruff. Just heard the podcast and I'm in I'm a Richmond, Virginia native. Unfortunately, there is not a studio movie grill here, but we do have Cinebistro. Yeah, I looked that up. Okay. And we couldn't it was too it, they were the tickets were sold out. Of where? At the Cinebistro. Are you serious? Yeah, that's why we had to get the IMAX tickets. And we got them. We got IMAX tickets. Okay, good, good, good. But the Cinebistro was sold out. Jesus. There was one ticket left in the upper right-hand corner, so the furthest from the stage all the way over. That's going to be the motherfucker dressed as <laughs> Thor <laughs> by himself. What, what did I see recently? Um, That's what happens when Thor is your favorite superhero. Uh, I, there's this, this, this thriller slash horror movie that I just downloaded um, that I watched on the plane ride over here called the... Uh, God damn it. Uh, it, it fucking called the something room. Um, it basically, it was about uh, these six contestants who can win $25,000 if they go into this room and they have to, they have to go through deadly puzzles, escape room, escape room. Yeah. Um, and to, to, to survive. And if they can survive these rooms, they get this money. And this one dude, this Indian guy who's like a, game geek he know he's like a geek with all this shit he's got glasses he's indian just a fucking geek nerd he says to the black dude um dude you, you don't play dungeons and dragons he goes no i sleep with adult women to occupy my time <laughs> so, so um yeah that's the dude in the corner wearing the thor outfit that uh ain't gonna get no pussy um it's Studio Movie Grill with better food. Cop your tickets ASAP as they are going quick as Richmond does not have a lot of movie theaters. As Richmond don't have a lot of shit, period. Good luck, my friend. Hopefully they can bring T'Challa back as we need him for the culture. Keep up the good material on the podcast. Yeah, I'd be curious to know if they're going to... They have to do something where they show the characters that got killed get revived. Not to say that they're going to be in the movie, but you know, obviously there's sequels coming. There's Black Panther sequel... Uh, they got to do. They just the director who they fired for his insensitive racial tweets. Something they brought him back for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Um, so yeah, man. They, they, what was his tweet? Did you know his tweets? Did you know? They no, were? no. But he, you know, in this pussy ass time we live in, you just hint at some shit that's slightly uncomfortable, and you get fired. So they fired him, and a lot of the cast from Guardians of the Galaxy, Dave Bautista in particular, was pissed about it because they really loved this director. And, you know, they let the heat die down and the smoke clear, and they brought him back. My ex-racist friend, are you into... Uh, My ex-racist uh, friend. Uh, Marvel movies or DC uh, movies? A, a little bit. I haven't really, like, been too much on, like, the superhero thing. Okay. Yeah. Is, is there... Yeah, he was busy... Uh, uh, hating niggas. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go boycott Black Panther if that's what did, you're did asking. Did you see Black Panther? Uh, I act, It's on Netflix. I started it when I was going to sleep one night, but see? I fell asleep. He boycotted see? it. <laughs> he, he's not all the way back. <laughs> yeah, not yet, I not yet. I'm going to watch Black Panther and then get back to you. <laughs> um, Bro 76 uh, I'll keep it short. Love the pod and your Batman take was on point. His fighting in Batman versus Superman was fluid. 
Flawed, flawed as yeah, he flawed. is in the comics. Niggas spelled fluid. F-L-U-E-D. Uh, would a Moon Knight movie from Marvel work? Would love to hear your thoughts. Who the fuck is Moon Knight? I don't know. I've never heard of Moon Knight. Is is that is that a black character? Uh, yeah, I don't know who Moon Knight is. I, I told you, I'm not that deep. Uh, Neri would know, so I'll call Neri. Uh, thank you, Sobro76. Uh, to Row the Great. Yo, what's good, fellas? Been following the pod since day one and a fan of Aries since I was in elementary. Hate I missed you two in Irvine, but hoping you guys come to Brea, California this year. And I, and I do believe we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. Uh, listen to the Marvel Roundup podcast. I'm a DC fan, and while DC has improved in some of the movies, I think where Marvel succeeds is a casual appeal. I feel DC movies appeal more to the comic book traditionalists. Also, Marvel's villains are just as appealing as the superheroes, whereas DC, outside of Batman's foes, everyone else is just whatever. I do think The Rock playing Black Adam should do well, although the character probably should have been introduced in Shazam, but it is what it is. Anyways, enjoy the both of you guys and wish you both the best. Keep the jokes coming. Ro, thank you, baby. But you know, like DC, though, also has movies that you don't know are are the DC movies like uh, Constantine that was a DC that was a DC movie yeah that's a DC movie Constantine was with Keanu Reeves yeah right? that was a great movie that was one of was the, that, my, that was, but that's not a superhero movie is it that's one of their their DC comics though oh man I'm gonna tell you a Marvel movie uh, based on a superhero that didn't feel like a superhero or a Marvel movie Blade no no that was an awesome movie no no Blade was great yeah. Blade, Blade 1 and 2 was the shit but that didn't feel like a, they didn't even do the Marvel thing was, they do in the because beginning. that was before they they did that and same same with Constant these are there's they made that more like a movie but that right. that is Blade was uh, definitely a comic book. God, oh my goodness! There's a lot of comic book movies out there like Hell, so, Hellboy. Well, Hellboy obviously you can tell is a, is a comic. Is book. he Marvel? Uh, no. Do you know who Hellboy is? Yeah, I just I just saw that. Uh, he would know who Hellboy yeah, is. Yeah, I know I know who it is. <laughs> they, they, there's a new one coming out. Yeah, I just saw the preview yeah, for it when I saw. A lot of people don't like. Cemetery. A lot of people don't like the fact that Ron Perlman is not Hellboy. Yeah, because he he was the original. Yeah, one, and he did a great job. Uh, by the way, just before we go, uh, December eighth through the tenth, we'll be in Brea. Okay, there we go. December eighth through the tenth. Um, so there's let's see, there's Luke Cage, Falcon. I like Luke Cage. Uh, uh, he's trying Black to get back Panther. On the black side. Yeah, uh, Black <laughs> Panther. Um, Blade. So is that? There's four black characters, right? Four black superheroes: Luke Cage, Falcon, Blade, Black Panther. Do you give Falcon's not? Is he a superhero though? He's you know he plays the you know he's a hero. He's a hero. If you can't have your own solo movie, you ain't you know superhero. Yeah, just a hero. He's not a. You would never see him or Hawkeye. In their own movie. Does Luke Cage have, have a movie? He has a show on Netflix. He has a show, yeah, but yeah, Netflix, he should yeah. have a movie. I don't know why he doesn't have a movie. Um, Mazin Awad. <laughs> what, what Taliban nigga are you? <laughs> uh, How do you feel about that name? What? Mazin Awad. Does that do anything? Awad? Yeah, just Mazin Awad. You ever seen that movie, that, that movie when, they, uh, when they make the fake college and they get the wads? They're like fucked up brownies. That's what I think. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, yo, Aries, man, I wrote you last week and I don't know if you read it, but if you're reading this, please check out my original message that I send for the last episode. Sorry for the trouble 
waiting on today's episode. Holy shit. I'm not sure. I, I would have remembered that name, dog. Maybe I somehow missed it. Uh, I, I apologize. Um, Mazin. 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 Awad. Awad. Okay. Yeah. White person will pronounce it Awad. It's Awad. Mazin Awad. Mazin. Mazin. Um. <laughs> um, we got to do video one of these days. Oh my god! Uh, I have recently listened to uh, on YouTube some Arabic music. Yeah, uh, some scary shit, man. I, I, you know, it's like how when I talk about the Indian accent being horrendous. Yeah, you know, Lord God, Lord, that it's just not sexy to the ear. Um, and I don't want to piss off the Muslim community because you know whether it's rib niggas or sand niggas. We all niggas. Um, but that music is not soothing. It's just, I'll get back to that. Let me, let me, let, <laughs> let me. Uh, Joshua, Jos- how do you say J O S U E? It's not Joshua. Josu? Yeah, let's go with Joshua. Jo- I don't want to do the man injustice. Josu Gardia. Yo, Aries, what's up, man? On episode 81, you asked for an email to find out what the fuck is the big deal with Game of Thrones. When I heard you say people told you to skip the first and second season, I was shocked. This show had me by the nuts after the first episode. God damn, nigga. We just met. Pull back. (laughs) Um, When he pushes that little nigga out the window after he caught them having insensuous relationships. You got to watch the show. It's great. From the violence to the dialogue to the nudity, it's everything you want in a show. Check it out. Don't listen to anyone else and just watch the shit. That's what my, what I'm telling you, dude. I tried to muscle through the first two seasons and it didn't. It was, you know, when you're watching something that's great, the time goes by and you go, this is it. And you don't even want it to end. I kept watching my watch. I go, when the fuck is this shit over? Dude, I could watch The Soprano. Like, nothing is better. Nothing gets me through a long flight. Like, if I know I'm flying from L.A. to New York or back, and I go, fuck, six hours. Dude, you watch The Sopranos, an hour an episode? I'm there in six minutes. It just... It's it's nonstop. This show has no weak spots. Like I said, the only thing that was the only thing I ever hated about Sopranos was when they did the dream sequences. When they did that, I hated it. And they did like four of those. I you think. didn't like when the fish what? talked to him. What about when the uh, the therapist got raped and she refused to tell uh, Tony? That, that pissed me off. That pissed me off because I wanted to see Tony whoop his ass. Yeah, I hated yeah. that 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 dramatic cinematic artistic choice yeah it was like and you it, wanted to see tony get this motherfucker and she, she made it you a seem sopranos like, fan yeah i like this nigga. she 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 made it seem like he was baby like, bring kind of plate <laughs> get this nigga some extra chitlins she she made it seem like he, she was gonna tell him too she, they, yes they, they drew you in they, they were honey dicking us what honey dicking baby put the nigga plate <laughs> on pause <laughs> i don't know what honey dick means that shit sound sweet as a motherfucker <laughs> Oh my God, honey dick. What 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 is that? It's like when someone like leads you on, it's honey dicking you. Where'd you learn that from? The co-founder? No, no. Nah, nah, you've never seen the movie. The they honey dicked you. You know that, right? Oh yeah, I got honey dicked. I okay. got. I might have gotten honey potted. You got to watch the interview, the movie, the interview. I got to wipe off where this nigga's sitting. <laughs> honey potted <laughs> you got some sweet shit going on in the cheeks um 
Dude, I just, again, Game of Thrones. I think the best thing about that show is the goddamn theme music. Uh, if that don't make you feel powerful, I don't know what does. But uh, that show, I just. I quit after the first episode. Dude, I, I couldn't. I, I, and it's one of those shows where you feel like you, you want to like it because everybody else likes it. <laughs> yeah. And you're missing out on something. But I just. Eh. I've been watching it with my son. And watching it with him is fun. But I couldn't. I don't think I would. I, I know I wouldn't have sat there and watched right. it myself. All right. Um, uh, Matthew Riggins. Andy and Aries, what up? I'm back. Got three questions for y'all. Aries, when you answer, I'm going to need you to answer in your Paul Mooney voice. First question. Why the hell do some white people act so oblivious to all the bad history between white and black people? It's not oblivious. They don't want to deal with it. He answered that. For example, if you try to talk to them about the the slavery era and the civil rights era. Didn't have anything to do with them. Don't want to deal with it. Or even the new era of cops shooting unarmed blacks. You can tell all in the face that they want to stop you and say, but what do you mean? The shit bothers me. Like, for real. Second question. Yeah, I think Andy answered it. Um, Do you truly believe we can stop racism or is this shit just going to continue as long as humans exist? Of course it's going to. uh, Paul Mooney voice. Nigga, it's a business. Niggas, white folks hating niggas is a business. You know, black people hating white folks uh, is justified. It's just, (laughs) it's par for the course, nigga. You've done so much that you can't possibly expect us to not remember you motherfuckers. Um, it's going to last forever because if even without black and white, there's always racism. Even within your own community, no matter who, what community you're in, there's racism within it. Always. And, you know, a little bit of racism is healthy. Uh, it creates for great entertainment. If I can't turn on MTV's ridiculousness and see white boys jumping from roofs to uh, damn near a spinal injury just to break into a fucking table for no reason at all and go, man, look at these crackers, man. It's just, you know, that, that, that my Subway sandwich tastes a little bit better You give watching that shit. Three 16-year-old white kids a fucking camera, you're going to have fucking entertainment for a while. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, a little bit of racism is, is good, man. Um, you know. Uh, back to that self-loathing. That last <laughs> question. When are we going to get back to humor? Everybody is so serious now. It's like making jokes is almost a crime. Pretty soon, Aries, you're going to be facing 15 years, eight with good behavior, just for saying a joke. Like, what the fuck is up with that? Uh, P.S. Aries, I'm sorry, but I live and die by your fish sticks and lobster barometer now. That's how I measure motherfuckers now. Look at this fish sticks ass nigga over here. Laugh my ass off. Shit is hilarious. But I hope y'all answer my questions. Keep doing your thing. And Andy, I see you breaking out of your shell. Don't worry if your opinion pissed people off. At least you're keeping it real. I'll holla at y'all. Face. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> someone, someone, someone was, uh, was on my side. Yeah, and Andy is coming out of his shell. More and more, this nigga's dick is busting through his denim. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's coming, baby. What was the last question, though? What was the question? You didn't, we didn't it, I think it was about the racism thing. Oh, about jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's not our problem. It's yeah. some comedians' problems. Our problem is to tell the joke, let it land, and then you deal with the consequences afterwards. That that's really it. I'm not going to worry about it. It's not my problem. Yeah, I mean, and I and I, again, I'm 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 a stickler for pure uncut cocaine. I want the powerful shit. Um, I like to give people the the, the blue magic. Like Pepsi, that's a brand name, and they know that even if they don't know me any more than owner of General Mills. 
Um, pure, baby. I'm a purist. So These voices that are yelling out that it's the problem, it's actually a very small minority that just knows how to use a computer really fucking well. Yeah, and they the same motherfuckers that'll be sitting in the one upper right-hand chair. <laughs> With the Thor, Thor, Thor hammer. <laughs> <laughs> the Thor outfit. Dude, I, I, I'm not, I don't want to knock on Thor and people that love Thor. I just never was a Thor guy. I'm a, well, I'll tell you, um, to me, of all the Avenger movies... The Thor movies gave me the least joy because he's—it's kind of Game of Thrones. And I'm not going to be—I'm—I'm going to get in trouble for saying this because you're here, and I don't want you to feel like I'm fucking with you. But Thor is the Aryan of of, of comic book superheroes. Oh, I don't get—I don't get offended too easy. Yeah, it's no, okay. I, I'm not really trying. I'm just, but I, yeah. I keep fucking with you about it. But I'm gonna fuck with you throughout the rest of this interview. But the uh, Thor is like—he—he's yeah, blonde. He's, he's the blue eye. He's the perfect. Yeah, he's male. got the big old hammer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's there. Yeah, um, and th- this this is a, is a really a question directed to you, Andy. But I'm going to ask you the question because it involves money, and we have a Jew. See how racism sometimes it's is a little, little bit. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. It's fun. Anil Barak, Bayrak, Bayrak. Uh, P.S. Aries, I have another idea for the podcast to increase your income. Why don't you invite listeners to the podcast? for like $50 so regular people like me can be on the podcast for like five minutes and join the conversation you and Andy have what do you think of this Skype or FaceTime and since it won't be live you if you have any trolls or retards that want to mess around you can just delete it for the final podcast but meanwhile you have his money so it's a win-win anyway I like this nigga (laughs) so what do you think of that I think he owes us $50 (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got to pay 30 for parking when I leave here. Uh, <laughs> but going forward, yay, nay. I think we should do, I think we, we should try to do uh, like a Sunday live right. version of our podcast and see if we bring people out to come listen to the podcast at the club. You know, um, one of the biggest things you can do, I mean, you can't price yourself out the game, but one of the biggest things you could do, one of the biggest things people do is live in fear in regards to money. And I'm, I'm uh, like, I was, I don't know if I told you, but I was talking to Ice-T recently and, uh, cause again, my, my referrals on my cameo keeps going up. So he's obviously doing it like a motherfucker and got Coco on it too. So I was like, yo man, again, I just want to thank you, man. Cause shit. Um, and then I asked him, I said, Hey, how did I tell you this? How much he charges for the bar? Yeah. Yeah. It's I like said, 100, $200. Right? Yeah, I said, how much you charge? He was like, well, I started at 100. I'm up to 300 now. I'm like, God damn. And I was ner- like, they, when you first join, they go, uh, just to play it safe, start out at $25. Yeah. And I did that for like a week. And then I was like, plus they, plus they, they take 25% of oh, what okay. you make. So I'm like, fuck, you know, 25% of $25. Right. Fuck this. So I went from that to about Forty-five, and then people still kept buying. And I said, "All right, let me go up to sixty-five. I, I know. I remember when you went up to sixty. I was like, "Cause I was gonna, I was gonna get one. I was like, oh, 45 I'll wait till payday, motherfucker. That was sixty-five dollars. Like, God damn it! Uh, <laughs> I'm still gonna buy it though. Uh, <laughs> so I went up to sixty-five, and you know, I was like, holy shit! I think I'm, you know, I might be pricing myself out the game. But they still kept coming with a, some consistency. And then Ice told me a hundred. Then he said he's now doing three hundred. And I'm going. I think I'd price myself out the game, but then I realized I'm like, wait a minute, man. Fame is fame. Fans are fans. You know, is 
he more famous than me? I guess you could say so. But at the end of the day, your fans are your fans. And if they're your fans and they want you and they love you, they're going to pay it. Now, granted, some people who can't afford to won't. But don't let me don't use Ice-T as your barometer to determine whether or not you're worth something. You're famous, nigga. Yeah, and your it, fans are your fans. And but it's not just about your fans; it's also the value that you bring. Are you worth that? In value but I don't even yourself? look at. But I don't. I don't. I to. think I don't think you should look at it that way. I don't think you should look at it that way because if you put in a cap on what you think you're worth, then it, it, there's a mindset that comes with that. No, I'm not saying on what you're worth. I'm on the minimum that's worth it for you to do it, based on. Well, look again. If I were charging a grand. I'm price, I might be yeah, pricing yeah. myself out the game simply because, look, that's a grand, nigga. And, and the well, average Joe. Yeah, now you're just only dealing with rich people. You, right, right. So, 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 uh, but, you know, you just got to test until you see, all right, I ain't got none of that. Like, I got three $100 requests. So I'm like, oh, shit, okay, so maybe 100 is real. You know, and that sounds right. Right. Not, it's not like so much, but it's, it's enough that you just. Right. And, and I mean, listen, if you keep going up, and you know, you start to the well runs dry, then you know, okay, I might have to pull back. You got, you got a little excited but, about yourself. Yeah, got a little excited. But here's the thing: I'm not on one of those services, so if you want a shout out for me, it's 99 cents, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I have a coupon. You can get two for one, and uh, you know, so one is 49 cents, and basically, uh, and one is 50 here's cents. a fun little thing I want to start doing, and this is just some bullshit because I just want to see since we have huge movie lovers. Uh, Every week, um, and I, and I want to finesse it. I want to figure it out. This is the this is the the, the fetus stage. Uh, as some sort of prize, maybe I send you a t shirt, some free t shirt or something. I'm gonna quote a line from a movie, and if you can write into me, email, and tell me what the movie is based off the line, I'll send you something. And I'm not even gonna tell you what it is. I might send you a t shirt. I might send you. A, Applebee's gift card. I might send you a fucking button uh, or a sewing kit or some shit from outside the hotel, a pack <laughs> of cashews. Um, but just just because I, I like the, the silly interaction sometimes. Um, so here's the first one. Tell me what movie this line is from. Man plays balls upon McQueen. All right. So but the first person sent you an email, right? Who? The first person that sends you the, the correct yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like every person that sends no, you. No, okay. no, no. The first person who, you know. And again, here's the quote. Dead man put balls upon me, queen. Do you know what the movie is? No. You know what the movie I have is? no idea what that All is. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do one more and I'm going to say what the name is. Just so um, I'm trying to think of a good one. Uh, you got anything you want to say so I can think for a second? Yeah. Um, we're also going to uh, just let you guys know. Um, we're going to set up a merch page on our uh, uh, Spearsburg.com, and I think we're going to do the hats, right? We're going to yes. Do hats. Yes. Because um, we, we don't want to do T-shirts at first because we've got to have all your sizes, and it's going to be – we're going to have a snapback, trucker hat, flat brim. It's right. going to be nice. Right. Um, they're $100. No, I'm just kidding, man. It's, what's one of your favorite movies? Uh, one of my favorites, uh, probably Stand By Me. Holy shit, the kid thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's a family. I wouldn't know shit about it. Back to family, man. There's a theme in this. The show is going to be called, I think we should call it The Family. This, this is episode. Family? Family. Mm-hmm. That might not be bad. Um, of course, you know, we're talking about 
uh, Nazis. I don't know about hmm. that's our family, but Ooh, or old brother, where art thou? Okay, wait. Here, here we go. Uh, tell me what movie this is from. Uh, how I gonna get a scar like that eating pussy? That's too easy. Because I did the voice. Yeah. And I made the face. Yeah. No, let me let me pull back. Uh, every nigga right now is like, oh, that's Scarface, nigga. Why does Scarface mean so much to black people and Latinos? That is our, that movie is our Bible. Have you ever seen Cribs? They always have the uh, the Scarface playing on the TV. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny that you say that it means so much to uh, black folks and, uh, and Latinos, considering that the dude who's playing the part is not black, black or, or Latino. Latino. That's right. That is the most forgiven white face, whitewash. <laughs> He's Italian, right? Yeah. He's Italian as fuck, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. I'm all right. How come you ain't got no brothers on the wall? Uh, little do I see any Italian Americans eating in here. All I see is black folk. Obviously, we know who that one is. What is it? Do the right thing. Did you know that? I didn't know that, no. Yeah, figures. That's- <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, are these movies before my time? They're, they're, uh, yeah, you? but you should watch. I'm 22. But, dude, did yeah. you, but you, should, you should know it, especially now. You got to come back strong. Uh, did you, you didn't see uh, uh, The Hate You Give, though. No, I didn't. And you gave me shit, because I, 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 I just think it's funny that you, you don't go to these movies. <sighs> yeah, I, 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 you know. That movie just didn't look interesting. You know, I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't care. It's not. Uh, um, give me a movie line. Give me a line from a movie. See if I can get it. Just remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Whoa! What the fuck is that? That's my favorite. That's my favorite. One of my favorite movies. What is it? Also, another comic book movie. Really? Yep. Just remember, no matter where you go, there, there you, you are. are. What is that? It's from Buckaroo Banzai. It's one of my favorite. Who movies. the fuck is in that? Uh, everybody. Who? Uh, Jeff Goldblum's in the movie. Ah, uh, 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 Jeff Goldblum. Uh, I wish I could do him. Fuck, I wish I could Here, do I'm going to take. We, I, uh, John Lithgow's in that movie. I'm going to tell you everybody's in oh, that movie. Oh, character actors. No, it, dude, this is one of the best. This is one of my favorite movies. I, 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 I put lines in my comedy that just are lines from this movie. Really? And people don't ever know it. But that doesn't sound like a Buckaroo Banzai. That's not like a movie most people know. No, I don't think most people know it. But they should. oh, here, 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 okay. I was saying it. Let me see if I'm gonna say it again. Um, see if you get it. Bandari Aziz. Do you know what that's from? No. True Lies. Remember when the Arab dude is recording. The head terrorist talking about if we're going to bring death to America, you will feel the weight of our power. And the camcorder is about to die because the battery thing is flashing yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's getting nervous. And then he, he moves the camera off the main dude. And the guy looks at him like, what the fuck are you doing? The guy's nervous and scared. And he goes, Bantani Aziz. So that's why I was doing that with Awad. That's pretty funny. Casino's uh, a dope ass movie too. Give me a line from Casino if it's so dope. Let's see Am I fucking funny to you? What, am I some type of fucking comedian? That's, that's not casino. casino. That, that's casino. No, no, it's not. When they're sitting at the at the dinner table? No. Yeah, they're sitting at the dinner table, just not a casino. Yeah, it's not a casino. That's not a casino. Are you that's sure? That's yeah, what, what, fellas. Fuck. I fucked up. I fucked up. Yeah. I fucked up. Yeah. 
I, if you're gonna go casino, you could just. I don't. I'm gonna know. get. You're gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna go casino. You gotta I'm gonna, go. I'm gonna get uh, comments on my don't Instagram. Don't you ever now. go over my fucking head again? Everybody I know wants a piece of your Jew ass. You motherfucker. <laughs> you. Come on, man. I'm gonna get comments on my Instagram. Like you're a fucking idiot. We okay, all. Know I just right around the time you'll be getting out of the hospital, <laughs> I'll be getting out of jail, <laughs> and then I'll crack your fucking head again because that's what I, who I am. That's what I do. Dude, I, I'm really bad with uh, all those. I told you I'm not right. good with that. But here, I'm going to tell you everybody who was in this uh, Buckaroo Banzai because I want people to see it. Yeah. Peter Weller, John Lithgow that I told you. Peter oh, Weller from fucking RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's. That right there lets you know, no, ain't nobody going to know that movie. He's, he's Buckaroo Banzai. Uh, then I told you John Lithgow, but Ellen Barkin, that was one of her first movies. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, one of his first movies. Christopher Lloyd. Uh, then, uh, uh. Who else is uh, Robert Ito? Would, would you know what he's? I'm going to tell you who he is. He's the Asian dude in the '80s. It was an all all Asian movie. He was the only Asian dude that's in movies. Uh, all these are character actors, though, that you're not going to know once I. Uh, Vincent, I don't know how to say his. I, I can't say his last name, but he was. Uh, in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, he was, oh, the, he was you a teacher. Have, I am so I'm this, as this, lost as Connor was at one point. <laughs> yeah, I don't Such, know what you're talking about either. Uh, Jo- uh, uh, Jonathan Banks. Uh, these are you got, once you see this movie, you're going to recognize everybody that's in this movie. John Ashton, you know who he is? No, he's the guy that's in uh, um, Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, just watch the movie; you'll see everybody. You'll, you'll know all these right. actors. You won't know their names, but you'll and, and then you'll go. This was the worst fucking movie ever. But okay, it was, but it's not. It's a good movie. All right, uh, I'm going to read the last I'm email about that. Movie. I'm going to read the last email, uh, but again, one more time. Uh, Dead man plays balls upon me, Queen. All right, it's one of my favorite fucking gangster flicks. Um, and I just gave you a hint. Henry Duran. Holy shit. Okay, here we go. Um, and I gotta read Henry's because he's one of my f- yeah few no, loyal no. yeah yeah from the beginning. Patreons, Patreon supporters. Uh, that thing is just not getting movement. Um, did you tell everybody that we you have the yes you told them we have the video up yes the cartoon that we did yeah I did yeah do it's 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 stop doing that we're hearing that bang into the mic thank you sir um, Henry Duran Aries I appreciate you guys keeping it light my daily life is at times heavy or dull so I listen to the podcast for amusement. The 1946 white guy radio voice is very good. You got to do a bit with that on stage. Why? Thank you. Yes, coming soon. You'll be able to hear me talk about niggas all day long. Fucking, I love that. Um, Would you stop fidgeting, sir? (laughs) Um, Another thing has actually made me laugh by myself uh, is when you talked about the black Israelites. Do that on stage. Talk about your time with the underground. Whoa, with Damon Wayans from 06. I've never seen it. Do you have any favorite skits or characters from that? Um, I, I do. I did. Uh, I would, I was nervous as shit. Uh, Damon would often make us improvise skits. So, uh, he would just give us the setup and then we would just go off the cuff. And I remember, I, I, I remember I did this character twice, um, where I basically it was like taxi cab confessions. Uh, every cast member played a driver and then every cast member played a passenger. So I was a passenger. It was New York City. And I was basically like a big transvestite. Um, and I got into the car. And Vinny, Vincent O'Shana, my man, straight Italian motherfucker. 
no, oh, Shana. Itali- half Italian, half Middle Eastern. Um, he oh, played. Sounds Irish. Uh, I know, right? He played uh, a Puerto Rican transvestite. So the two of us are like, you know, some straight New York girl. So we just straight, you know, the stereotype. And I had improvised all this shit. And because we were in a cab, I couldn't hear laughter. So I'm just like nervous. I think I'm tanking. None of this shit is funny. I'm fucking sweating bullets. Like, oh, God, nobody's laughing. But I couldn't hear because we're in a closed cab. Um, and there was had mics in it so they could hear and see on the monitors. So I get out the car and there's no worse feeling than feeling like you've put all your best shit out. And you you it's like waiting for a verdict, you know, like like fucking Caesar, thumbs up, thumbs down. And, you know, this is Damon Wayans. So, you know, I want to, you know, and uh, that walk from the cab to where Damon and everybody was hanging out was the longest walk of my life. And, and Damon just looks and goes, fucking genius, fucking genius. Really? Some of the line. And, and That's did, awesome. Man. And I did this thing where I, I, the character would go. When I, when I would be talking, and if you said something I didn't like because we're in the back of the, the cab, I would go, uh-uh, you get the limo window. Uh. <laughs> so so me, me and the Vinny, and he's, you know, Puerto Rican black, and we, you know, motherfucker, girl, you better shut up, bitch, shut up, bitch. You know how them fucking trannies do. They want to be bitches so bad, they got to overdo it. What, bitch? Girl, you crazy girl. And so the, the cab driver butted in. Da, 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 da. And we both went... Uh-uh, we weren't talking to you. You get the limo window. Uh. So cut to, I'm doing a gig. I'm doing Gotham. Uh, and No, I'm doing comics in New York. And the hotel they put me in was right in the heart of the village. And I go to my hotel. I'm checking in. And as the, the black dude is about to give me my keys, he goes, thank you for staying here, Mr. Spears. And you get the limo window. <laughs> I just was like, yo. So it was that. And there was another uh, thing that me and Damon did where we were in the skit together. And I kind of did the same character. But he was playing a TSA uh, airport security. So I'm coming through. And he can't figure out, because he's got a body search, what I am. So uh, he would constantly say, what, what they say you is? And I would try to describe for him what my gender was without saying what my gender was. So at one point, I was like, uh, I grabbed, I said, let me ask you something, Mr. Security Man. You ever have motherfucker grab your neck when they fucking you and when they pump and do like this? And, and Damon went, why, why are you moving like that? What they say you is? And it's, it's, but when you see the skit, it was, it was fucking great. And, and again, Damon would never shower you with the love of, oh, my God, that yeah. motherfucker, that was... He would just go, genius. And you said this is 2006? I think so. So you're dealing uh, with gender uh, identification way back in 2006 in yeah. a funny way to introduce it to people. Yeah. And people still don't understand what comedy's and, for. And you know what's crazy, man? You say in 2006, that's when motherfuckers... And plus, the show was on Showtime. So we really had no rules, but he, I have a feeling even today, it w- unless you are a certain level superstar or you just come with a certain amount of power, it would be hard to do that today. Well, even Seinfeld says that he couldn't do Seinfeld today. And, and I mean, that's that's yeah, 
but he did the Puerto Rican Day Parade. It only played once. Really? It isn't even in, like, when they sell it to syndication, that one never gets, that one is not in the syndication. Really? It never got played once. If you think... Seinfeld is wrong and, and, uh, or risque. Not that there has, not that there's anything wrong with that. That was there. Not that there's anything wrong with that episode. Couldn't be done. The masturbation episode couldn't be done again today. Well, you know what? The the the, the obviously the further back in time we go, the the realer and the rawer it was back then. So, like people say, dude, what y'all did on Mad TV in the '90s, no fucking way today. No nope. statutory rapist, the R. Kelly thing. Uh, one dude told me last night who worked at the comedy club, he's like, dude, you, you're a legend, dude. You, my childhood, Cisco's wrong song on uh, Mad TV. You know, he had the thong song. Yeah, yeah. Dong, dong, dong. I did one where I said the wrong song, and it was about fat, obese bitches wearing bathing suits <laughs> and bikinis. And we purposely, I made sure they went out and got the most hideous looking <laughs> fat bitches. You know, the kind with the big stomach over the pussy and put them in bikinis and i was just wrong 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 and i would i I, in the song i said about eating arby's cheese sandwiches and it was fucked up i mean it was really at one point uh i had these fat bitches carry me off and i stuck my head in between one of the fat bitches thighs like her thighs was smothering me and i just went no way today no No. fucking way today no because no everybody's like we're we're very sensitive and we're very safe and i think that safety is what's you know i'm gonna say something this is this will be the end of my career right here. Uh, oh, you're white. You'll be fine. <laughs> Dude. It, the we, nigga, no, we, the we, nigga we, we've got doing too, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. They brought him back. We're, we're, we're too safe. We're, we're, we're saving too many people. We have headgear. We have car seats. And, we got trophies for everybody. Well, yeah, and some of these kids weren't supposed to make it. Some of them weren't, spo- they weren't supposed to have a helmet right. on. They were supposed to wreck their bike, and they were supposed to go down. And the parents were supposed to be sad. But what happened now is that they lived... People made fun of them. They got guns. They went to school and they killed everybody. Those people could have been taken out a long time ago on their own volition mm-hmm. if we didn't try to make everything so fucking safe. On, on, on natural the, on, selection. On the ride, it's full. On, on the ride into the club last night, I was listening to uh, Opie and Anthony and Patrice, and they were talking about how kids today are so fucking soft. And he goes, "Remember when we were coming up? Your parents beat you." And when you went to school the next day with a bruise, nobody asked you, how'd you get that? (laughs) (laughs) He just got a bruise. Right. And he goes, in the the apartment complex I lived in, you could hear motherfuckers all night through the walls, unhappy married couples fighting, banging shit around. No one called the police? No one called the cops. No. The cops never showed up. Because they were working out the relationship. That's how. That's you working on the marriage. That's that's why people get divorced. Sometimes you got to rock a bitch's dome to work on the relationship. (laughs) But all of our careers are over right here. (laughs) Sorry, man. You didn't even get started. And this is one of the, uh, despite what happened with Corey Holcomb in the 5150, funny's funny, and I still give the man his props on some funny shit. Corey Holcomb goes, Hey, fellas, when you're trying to discipline your woman, uh, never punch them. Never hit them with a closed fist. Always slap them with an open hand. And that ain't you beating them. That's just you rebooting the system. (laughs) 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 Nigga, rebooting the system. You know how funny that is? Like when you slap a machine to get it to aggravate. Rebooting the system. and then But he would open up the joke where he would go, you know, uh, ladies, these new domestic 
abuse laws are making it very hard for men to discipline on women. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. People people are so sensitive about fucking uh other people's kids getting whooped. I even even when I was growing up, uh fucking I remember the school counselor asked me about bruises on my legs. My mm-hmm. my dad used to make me hop in a cold shower. And then immediately jump out. Then he would give me the belt. Ain't nothing worse than being wet. Man, Um, my mom used to make me strip butt naked and whoop me with an extension cord. Now I'm I'm gonna tell you something now. Now really, looking back, um, that's abuse, dude. Like an extension cord naked. An extension cord with winter clothes on is ridiculous. You know, an old fashioned belt. And I'm all for. I believe discipline saves lives. I believe part of the reason why I, I didn't end up in jail or dead or in the streets is because of the whoopings. Because I was a bad motherfucker and I deserved the whoopings. But the the difference between discipline and abuse, when you put welts and marks on a person's body, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. But they say corporal punishment in general doesn't do it doesn't uh, do what it's supposed to what you think it's to, which is a deterrent who, who says white people say that you know what and, and I, i've even heard some black people try to say that I, knock it off i disagree with it knock it off I black people they you i i was i i got i got my ass beat my dad used to give us the belt but he used to make us with me especially because i wasn't i was his adopted son i was uh and uh, so he was trying to whoop me into being his real son. Like he, 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 <laughs> Damn. he would he would have me pull down. I'd have to take down my pants, and I'd get that fucking belt right on bare skin. And that shit, you know, you know, it made you know the same thing with the stove's hot. You know, don't touch that. If you touch that, you're gonna burn yourself. And, right. and sometimes your parents would let you, even though know, they told you no a bunch of times. And then you touch it, and you you learn right. never touch that fucking stove again. Sometimes that ass beating is what. Did, taught but, me not to do it. Did, but did you guys get your ass whooped just for any reason, or was it like no, in particular no, no, shit? No, no, that... no. It, it was, it was, it was particular shit. And 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 I will say, ninety eight percent of the time I got whooped, I deserved it. Um, my mother would also do some shit where it wouldn't even involve physical contact. She used to make me do this stance where <laughs> picture yourself standing straight up with your arms straight out. Like you sleepwalking, right. but you're just standing as straight as you could be as a board. Frankenstein, right? Frankenstein. Now hold that position, but bend at the knee and yeah. stay there. The burn on that motherfucker after about five minutes. I mean, you felt it from your legs, your thighs to your fucking shoulders, your chest. You just felt a burn through your whole body. And if you tried to straighten up, if we tried to straighten up, uh, that's when you would get hit. So you couldn't take a break. You couldn't stand straight up. And uh, of course, you after a while, you get to twitching. Your leg get to shaking. You try to figure out, you try to move to end the pain and the burn. And I, I remember one time my, my, my mom had me and my sister do this. And we're in the middle of it. I mean, we're fucking crying to death and shaking and shit. And my dad came home. And my dad was like, hey, y'all stop that. Get up. Go to, go to, just go to the room. Doris, stop it. I, and my dad, and I, so if I had to get whooped, and my dad could, you know, my dad's thing was just a belt. I'd take a whooping from my dad any day over my mom, nigga, because my mom was a fucking overseer. That bitch didn't play. I remember one time, <laughs> it's funny to me now, when we lived in Jersey in, in the little house we lived in, uh, 
where my my bedroom was, when my mom left the main door to go to get her car to go anywhere she wanted to go, you she, she had to walk past the bedroom window. And I'm, I'm going to piss me off real bad. She didn't hit me, but she pissed me off real bad. And I to the point where I was crying. And you know how you do that shit when your parents leave and you, and you cursing and you, I hope you die. And so the window was open and I didn't pay attention to the fact that the window was open. So I'm in there the moment my mother left the room and I heard the front door close. I'm fucking going at it. Bitch, you light-skinned bitch. Fuck you, go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get hit by a truck, you light-skinned bitch. <laughs> so she walked past the window right when I said, I beat the shit out you, you light-skinned bitch. <laughs> Nigga, she said, what? I looked out the window. She ran back in the motherfucking house. And as soon as she kicked the door open like spot, I was just like, I'll play it. Oh, my God, nigga. Oh, oh Jesus. There's, but there is, I, I'm sorry. I, let me go, no, no, I, want, I, I, want you. I, I used to tell a joke, man. And, 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 and I think I did it on Shaq's All-Star Comedy Jam where I talked about um, uh, – I, I would say certain like like my mother would one time I stole a bike and my mother had to leave her job to come get me and um you know growing up single parent household my dad didn't really come in till later so my mother worked two jobs she would sing at night and she worked at UPS during the day and it was so stressful on her she had like a brace on her wrist because she had surgery from lifting all these boxes and shit and she's taking care of me and my sister. And she could have lost her job for leaving work. So as I told the joke, I was like, yeah, man, my mother left her job. And I knew I was going to get a whooping, um, which scared me. But what scared me most is when we got home, my mom took her work clothes off and put on a jogging outfit. (laughs) (laughs) And with a headband. And I was like, this bitch is fitting to whoop your ass. Mm -hmm. Like, you know it's serious when you prepared to sweat. (laughs) And then I go, and halfway through the beating... This bitch leaves the room. I'm thinking she's done. She came back with a bottle of Gatorade. I said, this bitch is fitting to refuel on this ass. Like, how bad are you getting beat when you need to replace electrolytes? So, so, so yeah, my mother was a beast. Nigga. My mother was a beast. Dude, I think we should, we should send this out to everybody. Uh, on your emails, if you're going to send some emails out to us. Uh, write down your worst beating. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, why? Because I've asked it. that question on yeah. Twitter, and some of the responses yeah. were hilarious. Yeah, give us your. Yes, that please. Yeah, your worst beating. Your worst beating in detail. What did you do to deserve that to beating? To deserve it, and, and in detail, how did they beat you? And, and did it deter you? Or did you right. feel that you, you, this is what made you, if, if it made you a horrible person, let us know about that too. Let me finish his email. Um, he goes, uh, I'm fully Mexican-American and grew up mostly Mexican-Americans. The way Andy says Mexican as Mexican. I've never noticed that, that you do that. It's I, not perfect, but it's 100% okay. Uh, also, I fully agree getting on the podcast of Rogan's Circle in a way many have gotten on his podcast, if not simply increase their fan bases since many of them have large audiences. I've seen it many times. Real quick, uh, I'm so over talking about that. Um, I don't know that I'll ever budge on that or change my stance. If I eventually get there, great. If not, fuck it. Um, I think you are underestimating Joaquin Phoenix. I'm not sure if it's because you haven't seen much of his work or that Heath Heath Ledger's Joker makes it difficult for you to see anyone else to touch that. That's a huge reason why I don't 
I'm not going for Joaquin. He's he's honey potted the game. Um, <laughs> um, I've considered Phoenix in top five actors of my generation, and Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio recently said he's the best. Andy made a great point on breaking down who played the better Bruce Wayne versus Batman. Lastly, when comparing actors, just keep it to the actor and what he brought. What suit and dialogue they had was not their choice. No, nigga, but it has an effect. That's part of the character. How are you going to say, don't count that? Fuck that. Um, the builds Christian Bale and Affleck brought were perfect and they did a good job bringing that to the role um i want to i'm going to finish up right here but then i I got one point to make about leonardo dicaprio and please slap andy for sharing what he said about 18 year old women i've been listening to since episode one and for the first time i felt i had to turn it off oh (laughs) nigga grow your nuts (laughs) tell him to keep that to himself also it's been a while since i heard it but i think you guys were saying legal equals moral that's incorrect. No, no, no. We didn't say that. Oh, thank okay. you, sir. Um, uh, that's incorrect. For obvious reasons, I think you meant it is simply permitted by society. I've stayed away from 18-year-olds, especially if they were still in high school since my early 20s. Let's just say. <laughs> especially if they're still in high school. I like how you had to like put a little extra to make sure that you stayed away from it. Well, that 18-year-old is hot, but she's still in high school, so I'm going to wait until she graduates. I'm going to take her to Dairy Queen, and then I'm going to fuck her. Right. <laughs> I'm 30. I'll sleep with a 19-year-old, though. I feel like that's not too big of a jump. No, you know what? Okay, let me, and, and I'm going to say this because I, I said. Hey, let me just read this ahead, last finish, part finish and it's done. The whole thing reminds me of Chris Rock's joke on minimum wage. Getting paid minimum wage just means they'd pay you less if they could. Andy, please keep it 19 and older. Happy belated birthday, Aries. Okay, just so that you understand, I was saying uh, 18-year-old is the legal age. And at 18, and here, Aries and I talked about this the other day. At 18 to like 22, that's the best you're ever that most people are ever going to be like even the people that aren't going to be attractive later in life they still have something at that age and i wasn't saying that i'm chasing 18 year olds i'm not i'm not chasing 19 year olds i'm not i'm not into 20 year olds anymore i I actually my girl is in her 30s i love my girl that's the person that i'm with but i'm just saying that when you buy something brand new it's brand new. It has no dents. It has no dings. Everything that you do to it is is you. That's all the point I was making. I still think eighteen year old girls that are that are out of high school to make you feel better, uh, and they have all the enthusiasms and excitement for the world. <laughs> they are shiny and bright, and there isn't anything better than that. They, they still think like, and Ari says it on his, like they think they're still they're going to make it. And that is, there's something very appealing about that. There's something very sexy about naivete. Okay, there is. Right. And that's all I'm saying about it. I'm not saying go chase 18 year olds. And right. if you're going to cheat, if you're going to, if you're going to put it at 19, that's just as arbitrary as 18. So I think you should always find a girl that matches uh, your wits. So if you're not smart, then a girl that's not smart, whether she's 18 or 20 or 30 is perfect for you. But if you're smart, you should need to find someone that challenges you in your intellect. You should never just, but that was all about who we're chasing. Now, if we're just talking about fucking, mm. and an 18-year-old girl wants to fuck you for no reason, just fuck you, mm. and she's hot, and she knows what she's doing, I'm not saying I'm looking for an 18-year-old girl to fuck me. I'm just saying that would be exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, the dude who said that, there is no way he would say no in that in that scenario. He would say, "When are you going to be 19? Right, right, right. <laughs> um, yo, dude, I, I re-downloaded uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Still watch it on the plane. Leonardo DiCaprio is a monster. He is acting wise. He's a fucking monster. He is only because the legends are alive still. Right? Is he not a legend? Right. That's a good point. Right. Where? Like any, and I don't, and you go to some extent, why shouldn't he be in that category in terms of longevity, in terms of body of work, and certainly in terms of performance and talent and skill? He's just as good as Denzel, Pacino, De Niro, Nicholson. Nicholson. And unlike them, he hasn't become a caricature. No, he hasn't. And like, like Clooney is a very like respected person in acting but it's because he's good he's not yeah. bringing he's not bringing yeah, what right. Ca- what DiCaprio yeah. brings to a movie yeah I, I, but do you think that's because he just hasn't selected juicy work or or because or because he just doesn't have the like if he had the right script with all that juiciness that you got to have skills to pull off you don't think he could do it did you see uh you uh, say brother, we're out there. No, oh. Sierra, Sierra, Sierra. I know the movie you're yeah. talking about. No, no, no. He, he didn't play him. He played a very dull character, so it didn't it didn't bring him up right. to the level. But right. he's definitely a great actor. There's acting, great acting ability within him. But the thing is, he is there's there's an issue when you become something and you're so George Clooney that you are more George Clooney than you can be. Here's what what capulates capulates that to perfection. His role is Danny Ocean in the Ocean movies. And I'm a dude. And I'm just going, yeah, I get it. I see why the pussy with the suit and the cufflinks and the the shirt and that hair. He's like Cary Grant. Yeah, but he's He's just is is, he's more good looking than some people would think a great actor. And he also has this like almost childish suaveness but suaveness but with a childish sense of like right, humor right. about him that makes him right. endearing lovable right. right and when you're too much Clooney right it's hard to see past that where DiCaprio he he brings some, and everything he brings he isn't it's it's he's above he's, the character he's shown the ability to get dirty in that character motherfucking these movies right here what's eating Gilbert Grape Basketball Diaries. Basketball Diaries. This Boy's Life. Yeah. And Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, the Reverend, this motherfucker dude. has the range. Did you see The Reverend? I didn't want to see that. That just didn't look. The motherfucker's in snow. No, no. It's it's a fantastic movie. Is it it really? really showed some great acting. And then and, 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 and even Django. To play that character, that too, the way he played that, that character, but I don't know how hard it is for white guys to pull that off. It's not that, that's nature, homie. That's not acting. That is the inner hunky in you. We all have it. Walk into your house tomorrow and see a big black mandingo nigga in your woman. <laughs> you will instantly become a white racist Leonardo DiCaprio nigga. <laughs> Nothing brings out the racist in a white man better than a nigga's. Big schlong in that bitch's throat, dude. He played his character. I didn't see Leonardo when I watched it. When I watched that, no. That's all I'm saying. When you can play past your personality or the person right. that you are, that's when you're this great right. actor. When you take it to that level, I'm not fucking leaving. That's Wolf of Wall Street. Oh goodness, 
Like you thought he was going to have an aneurysm with some of that shit. I mean, he fucking Leonardo's a badass. The dude. scene where he uh, takes all the lewds and tries to get into his oh, car. Dude, dude he oh. killed it, man. And I'm going to tell you another one. Uh, even though I don't know that his body of work, I almost think he suffers from the George Clooney thing too. Even though, again, he, he's a little bit, he's gotten dirty. Uh, Brad Pitt, man. For all of his sexy, boyish, good looks, motherfucker's a beast. And again, all you have to see, Seven, that ending scene when he, what's in the box? That was good. And River Runs Through It was one of his first movies, if not his Mm. first, was amazing. But after that, I think he became Brad Pitt. You might be right. Because uh, uh, Ed Norton was with him in in, uh, Fight Club. Right. Who who outacted who in that movie? Mm, They were both top notch. They were both top notch. Dude, I think Ed, Ed Norton, American History X. I mean that that was that that dinner scene in American History X when he rips off the fucking wife beater and said, "You know what this means? Not fucking welcome." You know, Ooh. I didn't see that movie till after I dropped out. Maybe would have helped you. You would have saw that first. I, listen, <laughs> when I saw it, I, I remember what I said afterwards. I was like. This, is, this just scared the shit out of me. Yeah, see, you weren't, you weren't that committed. You weren't that. You weren't trying to slam a roast beef down your sister's throat. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Remember that in the movie? Yeah. Um, all right, man. Uh, I think we've overstayed our yeah, welcome. Yeah, we're, we're at a two-hour and something podcast. Right? Yeah, are we really? What's yeah. the time? Uh, with that one. Didn't you guys just do a two-hour podcast? Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 unfortunately, they're rare. But it's getting easier to do. I, we got this. Life is getting. We, 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 sometimes we get whiskey dick. On whiskey the dick. Yeah. And we can go for a while. Yeah, I know how that um, is. But other times when we were at uh, the AVNs and we were hungover. Yeah, I think that podcast's 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> um, all right, folks. Next week we are in. Where are we? St. Uh, Louis. Yeah, St. Louis. St. Louis, uh, Missouri. We got to teach you podcast etiquette. Maybe it's because you ain't got no headphones you can't hear, but yeah, all that we'll, makes a lot we'll, of noise. We'll clean it up. We'll clean yeah. it up. Um, we're in St. Louis at Helium. Uh, totally again. nude strip clubs. Yes, which we've never gone to. No. Um, what? Yeah. But if you go Mag- to it. Let's go to Magoobies right now. That's out here? Oh, my God. Let, we could go right now. Well, we can't go right now. Uh, Get me uh, excited. Do you know what? The, you know what Magoobies think, is dirty. Uh, I like the dirty strip uh, clubs. <laughs> do you know why I think totally? Is it black or white? Uh, it's black. But, there, but yeah, but but there's white there there's uh, white strippers, but it's mostly black dudes that go there. Well, I'm not going for the sausage, nigga. <laughs> I know, but but listen, listen. You've been honeypotted. Listen, no, Magoo- I keep saying Magoobies. That's that's a fucking comedy club. <laughs> fucking uh, what's Magoo? Magoo? It's something Magoo. Right. It's under a bridge over here in Baltimore. Okay. Um, it's nasty, man. They're butt ass naked. They put a uh, they put a little handkerchief on your lap so none of their juices get on you. And oh, we should have. Well, that's fair. We've been doing. I think that's. I, th- I think that shows a lot of etiquette. Oh my goodness! Put a little. And, and it's bring your own bottle. All right. They ain't got. They ain't got no liquor license. Do you know what's really nice? Though I think this is what's nice about going to a totally new place. Because see, I never thought of it this way. But when you go to a totally new place and those girls are butt ass naked and yeah. you see all of the pussy together, like all in one place, right. like when you bring pussy home. It's it's good. It's nice. It's the pussy's right there, and you're like, that's the right. pussy. And it's like when you go to Best Buy and you bring 
your, uh, your, your flat screen home, and it looks great in your house. You're like, that's a great flat screen. Right. But when you put that flat screen up against all the other flat screens at Best Buy, right. then you're like, man, that one right. isn't as good as that one, right. and this one has better... That's when gotta you, go, gotta you go, got. We gotta go pussy shopping. Yeah, you got to see it. You got to see them all and compare them together. Yeah, Magoogles. That's what it's called. Magoogles. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, St. Louis Helium next week. Uh, again, if you want to get the comedy T-shirts, they're up on my website, AriSpears.com. The Utah is white people's Africa, and the McDonald about the retards. Uh, you can go there for that. <laughs> this as well. done. Time <laughs> is over. Um. And also, uh, Instagram, Aerie Spears. You guys know this shit by now. Facebook, Aerie Spears. I am trying to fucking grow some shit. Why, you motherfuckers? Come on, man. Show the fuck out. Um, subscribe, uh, YouTube, Aerie Spears. And, uh, Doesn't cost nothing just to subscribe. subscribe. Yes, Patreon and uh, Cameo shoutouts, baby. Let's get with it. Um, also, please send in your emails with your worst ass beating. Why, please, we want to read these it. motherfuckers. Don't fail us. Why you got it? And did you feel it was a deterrent? Um, Real quick, and and I only got one email from a lady. I'd like to know how many women listen to this podcast. So if there's any women out there, um, I'd like to hear from you hoes. You fucking hoes. Go ahead. Uh, AndyComedy.com All my social media is in the upper right hand corner Go ahead and follow uh, Instagram is my favorite Just just follow me Yeah help motherfuckers grow man we're not, we're not important unless you're important And when you help us you become important So we become more important You know what I mean Get it right motherfuckers We're in this together Yeah Connor thank you man Thank you man Thank Appreciate you guys Appreciate it hey, Connor do you, do you have a, a website or uh, I can just My social media uh, You can follow me at Instagram at, <laughs> at Connor.comedy And you can Bye follow there, There's none of that And you can follow me on Twitter At ConnorComedy69 If you had to pick a, Someone from the third right That you Looked up to Who would it be Was it Hitler Goebbels uh, Did you have anybody no, they didn't give you any of that training when you got there. Well, like I know, I know. did you get the history? Did they take? Did they take you I to mean, the history? Is there a film? Is there a? Is there a beginning? Like, do they? Is there an introductory program? Not really. I guess it really depends on how how you. I mean, like we got to remember, we're not dealing with the uh, smartest the smartest group of guys. I mean, maybe in like those political parties where there were marching. <laughs> have, you, have, have you ever seen Roots? Yeah, I've seen Roots. Did you laugh? No. See, <laughs> this is why. This is what he said because they're not smart. This is where we become a visual society. They don't even know who to hate. So because they let this Jewish dude in, it's really they just go, well, see what color you are. right? See how you're like that color right there? That other color, the one that's darker, much darker than that's the one you don't like. OK, how's right, that? Right. That's how it must work. All right. Uh, one more time, y'all. Please, dead man's balls upon the queen. Let me know what that is. We're out. We're out. Say yes, nigga.